going, you imitators? Christian Spicer, episode 33 of Yamatat. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, <laughs> obviously, I can imagine an ungrateful podcast person who just keeps putting it out for no reason. They're just like, I don't care if you listen, I don't care if you do or not. Anyway, Christian Spicer, it was a good episode. We talked a lot about comedy. Um, we talked a lot about podcasts. Like, he has four podcasts, I think. Um, he's a busy dude. We also talked about, um, uh, there was a lot of, there was a lot of improv. There was a lot of back and forth in this one. This one was a, this one was a good time. Um, but yeah. So, uh, we, we got, um, we got comedy down. <laughs> uh, go to facebook.com. Slash Yamatat with Doug Culp. Um, rate and review. Comment on iTunes and Stitcher. Um, you could go to my website, yamatat.com. That's where I post them all originally. Um, let's see, what else, what else? Our apartment comedy show, still haven't, uh, still haven't gotten back to that. Um, recording... Um, yeah. So, Twitter, at Dougathan, is mine, D-O-U-G-A-T-H-A-N, and at Yamatat is, uh, the Twitter for this podcast. So, um, yam it up with me and Christian Spicer. Okay. all the way through. Okay. No. Where are you? I'm fully enjoying where I am though. Um I'm in beginning of season six. Okay. You know where that is? Yeah. Just yeah. by saying it? Yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, I feel like you know you've committed, you're all the way, you'll you'll finish it now. Season you know it's definitely it's yeah. not great it, but it ends better. Um it's and I'm watching it with uh there's this blog that someone made to show, like, if you're gonna watch Buffy and Angel, watch them like this so that oh, the yeah, timelines yeah, yeah. sync up. Yeah. yeah. That's smart. That's very smart. Yeah. Picking so. up some Thor books, some Thor back catalog. Yeah, I, I wanted to read some old Thor, and I was like, it's three bucks, and yeah. this will, uh, you know, why not? Yeah, it works. It yeah. works. I'm never a huge fan of the character, but <laughs> I appreciate what he does. Mm-hmm. It's not, uh, not your favorite? Yeah. What did you think about Girl Thor? About that oh, announcement? Great, perfect. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> it's amazing. I wish it was more serious than, uh, you know, it's just, uh, it's just a, uh, it's very temporary, right? It's a, sell books. A dis, a dishonoring, he dis, he's no longer. Yeah. He's no, he, he no worthy longer of carry, uh, yeah. Mjolnir. But it'll be good. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be great. <laughs> I want them. I'm, I'm, I'm more excited for like Michael B. Jordan playing uh, Human Torch. 
in the new Fantastic Four movie, which I don't think will be good, but who? Michael B. Jordan. He's um, he was in Chronicle. Oh, uh, wait. Still don't know. Friday Night Lights, the TV show, the last season or two. He's a black guy. Yeah. There was like an uproar. They're like, black guy shouldn't be Human Torch. And they're just like, we don't care. Like, I want to see more stuff like that where it's like. Um, we don't care. They're a good actor. Like, yeah. Like, who cares? I'd, I'd love to see they reboot Spider Man to have it be like. Uh, Again? Hispanic kid. Oh, they definitely will, right? I didn't see the second one. It's not that good. Second new one. But it's not, you know, they're not going to stop making those movies. Yeah. It, so it might be 20 years from now, but at some point they'll come back and make another mm-hmm. uh, Spider-Man. But it's just like, people are upset because, well, not upset, but it's like, we need more diverse characters and whatever, whatever, whatever. And then they do something like Michael B. Jordan for Fantastic Four. Like, that character's white. Well, well diversity's fun, but you can't change what a character is. But it's like, but all these classic characters were created in a time when it was all white people. Yeah. You know? So, mm-hmm. like... You either need to create new heroes and new villains, but or just change it and say, "Well, it's an alternate universe." I don't even think you need to say that. It's just, <laughs> who cares? It doesn't matter. Get over yourself. Like, that's not that's not what defines the character. Yeah. Not Peter Parker's whiteness <laughs> that, that defines who he is. So, but whatever. That's, that's a different story. Are we recording? Are we doing this? Yeah, yeah, it's recording. Okay, great. Perfect. Perfect. Good. Feels good. Peter Parker's whiteness. Yeah. Yeah. You're not wrong. Yeah, thank you. It's because you're right. No, uh, and white. <laughs> uh, full circle. Close it down. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, so comedy, you got a lot going right now. Got stuff going. You got the three podcasts. Wait, four podcasts now? Uh... Now, I'm not sure if this is really recording. Are we really talking right now, or are we just chit-chatting? It's really recording. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I, was, I never know what's happening. <laughs> uh, so, this is it. We're in the, we're in the middle of it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Are we in the middle, or just maybe in, like, the first quarter? I mean, it, there's no real format. It okay, just good. goes till it goes. Uh, goes till we're like, all right, that was good. That was fun. Podcast? <laughs> uh, yeah, there's uninformed opinions. I do with Stuart Knock. It's 30 minutes of just, like, whatever. That's one I haven't heard of, so we, that's a we, fourth. We pick a topic and talk about it, and kind of the conceit is we won't do work before it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like No no research. Yeah. We'll just talk about something. Sometimes we'll know, like, oh, we'll actually look it up while we're talking. It's like, that's interesting. Whatever, but it's, and it's whatever, it's dumb. Uh, then DLC with Jeff Kanata, which is video games. Um, then What's New, mm-hmm. which is on the Nerdist Network, which is stand-up comedy. Mm-hmm. I think those are the three. Those are the three podcasts I do, and then shows. It's improv oh, yeah. versus stand up, at UCB. What's new? Which is also a live show and podcast. Whatever. <laughs> Nerdist. Then Sketch, Sketch Mount, Mount. Which is also at Nerdist. And then we're on hiatus right now. Right now being August. Uh, but extra credit with Jess Lane. It's Wednesdays at ten. Um, Where is that? It's at the clubhouse. The clubhouse is moving. Uh, locations. Yep. Which, yeah. So the current one is closed, and the new one, I don't think, has a secure open date yet, so we're not sure when it, uh, when it opens. But yeah. our plan is to relaunch whenever, like, you know, when September 6th, or whatever that is, the hmm. first Wednesday of September is kind of the plan, but... It's looking pretty... It's looking good. Yeah, as you go over there? The new space, or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. 
haven't been able to go in yet because, I mean, yeah, it's still closed. It's closed, but we're putting it together. <laughs> a lot of stuff's coming over. We're kind of on that side of town right now on the east side, and it's uh, the new UCB uh, training center's opening up over here, the new clubhouse opening up over here. And that's in addition to like the other great shows, you know, like the Palace or yeah. um, Fringe at Public House and Best, Best Fish Taco. Um, that's a place? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Best Fish Taco of Encinitas, I think, is the full name of the place. It's and, uh, uh, on Hillhurst? Yeah, and they do a show there. I don't know if it's every other Tuesday. I've never eaten their fish tacos, but I heard it's a really good. I haven't either. But it's like a buck seventy-five there. per... Yeah. Yeah, that works. Like, it's worth the risk. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's in the name, so it has to be pretty good. Yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't have a name like that and just be like... Yeah, I was walking by, I was like, I'm gonna just walk wait was it Hillhurst or Vermont I don't know it's over there somewhere it was one of the two and I was walking and I was just like I'm just gonna walk around because I was way early for the palace yeah and um I was like best fish taco eh <laughs> and uh we'll see I had, about that I had just eaten so I didn't try it but. yeah well it's best fish taco of Encinitas I think is the full name so it's kind of like you know they're already tempering expectations like, like it's not best ever it's like... <laughs> Best in Encinitas. Yeah, so whatever. Ensenada? Is it Ensenada or Encinitas? One of those two. But it's like, slow your roll. You know what I mean? We're not best in the world. We're best in this little town. But that little town might be known as... Fish Taco Town. Having the best in the world. So yeah. it's kind of works both ways. We don't know. But I don't eat meat, so I don't know if they have like... Fish isn't meat. Yes, it is. It doesn't count. It's meat. It's meat. <laughs> so I don't know some people. Some people are pescatarian. Yeah. I don't eat... Yeah, I don't eat that. <coughs> so I don't know if they have, like, best veggie taco. Mm, uh, I don't know. I can open it up. I'll be my, that's what I'll do. I'll open up a restaurant that's just Dude, veggie taco. There's some veggie burritos that are really good. I had one last night. Mm. I've never seen The Wizard on VHS. Yep. Do you have a VHS player? I do. It's it's right there sta- sitting oh, on the... Yeah. Uh, there it is. It's a dual. And it's not plugged in right now. Because, well, I have it plugged in all the time. <laughs> yeah, who needs it? Yeah. When do you choose to watch a movie on VHS versus a DVD or something? Um, I don't know. It's pretty rare that I'll sit down and be like, I'm going to watch a movie. Yeah. Like, it's more about TV right now, because there's a lot of TV shows mm-hmm. that are just really good. Mm-hmm. There's so many that are on hiatus right now, and they're going to start soon. Which I don't know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because as of now, I'm watching five shows that come on just on Sunday. Yeah. That are in season right now. They're all they're all in season. What shows? Um, watching The Leftovers, mm-hmm. which is really depressing but really good. Okay. Um, I'm watching The Strain because I'm like vampire show Guillermo del Toro. I'm gonna give it a shot. Yeah. Um. I'm watching. Falling Skies, which is just awesome. Oh, it's good? It's really good. Okay. It's ten episodes per season. Post-apocalyptic, Aliens, Noah Wiley, Moonblood Good. Come on. Okay. You can't. Okay. What season are you on? The current season. It's on okay. season four. Okay. Um, last Week Tonight. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah, okay. It's so good, It's man. good. But I don't... I, yeah. I mean, does that have seasons? Does, like, The Daily Show have seasons? Uh, Daily Show and Cold Bear don't have seasons, because they're, they're on four days a week, but last week tonight is just one day. Yeah. 
Um, so I think it's seasons. Okay. And then, um, oh, True Blood. I'm gonna finish out True Blood. Yeah, cause I'll say that's done soon. Yeah, yeah. And it's, I mean, it's been a fun ride. You know, I think the ending will be more satisfying than the ending of Dexter, cause Dexter was the worst ending to any show ever. So I didn't even bother with it. <laughs> Uh, I really didn't. I get. I really. I got through like the John Lithgow season. That's a really great season. It's really good. I started the next one, and then I was just like, you know what? With Lumen. I just didn't really care, and I kind of quit watching. Everyone's like, yeah, you don't really need to watch anymore. Yeah. So I didn't. Which is okay. Yeah, I feel really good about that decision. <laughs> and and every time, exactly, I've told everyone. I've told no one's been like, but no, finish that season. Just don't. everyone's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I haven't even looked up what happened. Like, I didn't care to look it Can up. Can I tell you? Can I spoil it for you? I don't know if people that listen to this one want you to spoil it. So what if someone's, like, really into it? Spoiler alert. If okay. you're going to watch Dexter last season, I'm going to tell what happens. Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> he doesn't die. He rides his boat off into a hurricane. Doesn't die, somehow. His boat gets torn to pieces, so they think he's dead. He, Mercy kills, um, uh, his sister, because she, she, like, go, is in a vegetative state. Well, how'd you get there? I don't even know that. She got shot by the one dude that Dexter let go, because he's like, I don't have to kill anymore. He had some stupid epiphany. But this guy was a killer. This guy shot Deb. So then Deb... And this guy only exists in that last season? This wasn't like some callback, like some guy he let go in like season two or something like that? No, only last season. Yep. Yeah. And uh, so Dexter was going to meet up with um, his then like girlfriend, who was Ivan Stravitsky. Stravitsky? I don't know. That girl. You know okay. who I'm talking about. Yeah. Super hot and really cool, like... Her character was awesome, but then she was—he was gonna meet up with her and his son in Argentina. Like they were just gonna like flee and like be in yeah, Argentina. They yeah. have a lot of money, whatever. And it was like six months later, and then her and his son are in Argentina, just like kind of living there. And then they see this notification on her on her iPad that he was found, or like his boat was found, so he's dead or whatever. And then it shows him like in some stupid town in Oregon and he's like a logger now or something. So he didn't go to her. He went to Oregon instead. Yeah. Why didn't he go to her? I don't know. And then it shows him like getting home from his logging job and then he like opens his door, sits down at a table and is just like looking and then like the camera looks right at him and then that's the end. So like, we don't know if he's still like killing her. Yeah. You don't see him, like, open up his case of, like, slides nope. or whatever. Nope. There's no allusion to he's still at it or... He has not at it or... Uh, it was... It was terrible. I was like, really? Eight years of my life for that? Yeah, but, but the, the other eight years weren't rate wasted, right? I feel like whatever... See, the, through the John Lithgow season, <laughs> I, I would say that was good television. That's true. That's true. It was entertaining. But the... I mean, the ending... Oof. Yeah. That was awful. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's hard to do with a lot of shows. I don't know what shows 
Breaking Dawn. Yeah, it was okay. No. It was perfect. No, definitely wasn't. Was it? What? Definitely was not perfect. What? So are we going to spoil that? No, 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 no. We won't, we won't spoil Breaking Bad. Why not? Because that's, it has way more of an impact. It was so much better. And it's not perfect. It's far from perfect. Don't you, don't you. I'm just saying things fast. <laughs> I, dude, I had such a satisfied feeling after watching it. Were you like, what, what about, and what about? No, what I about? thought it was good, but it's not perfect by a long shot. Yeah, it has problems, bro. <laughs> it has problems. You tell Vince Gilligan that. I will. Okay. I'll tell him, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> and people have. I mean, well, we're not going to spoil it, so we can't talk about it. We just need to move on then. Because mm-hmm. he's aware of one of the problems that I have. And you, and you didn't really comment on it. Alright. Well, well, fine. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Sorry, I, I, you bring it up and then we can't talk about it, so I'll let you bring up the next thing that we're allowed to talk about. Um, uh, just so you know, I'm not, I'm not actually upset, I'm just... I am. Are you? No, no. <laughs> uh, the, let's see, how long have you been doing stand-up now? Or, oh. or comedy in general? Probably stand-up. You started with stand-up? Yeah, stand-up. I'm bad. It's like an anniversary date. I'm looking at my calendar. Because um, I did my very, very first show. Um, have there been Have there been gaps? You can qualify it. Cause yeah, I so do. I did my very, very first show in like 2006. Yeah. But then I didn't do my next even like open mic until like 2007 or 2008. Yeah. And then, you know, I did like two open mics that year. And yeah. I did another one. So let's see, 2012, we're currently, what, 2014? Mm-hmm. So, three and a half, <coughs> 12, 13, 14. So this October, I'll say five and a half years. Okay. That's kind of how I, I rolled up all that, like, first stuff, like, four sets over the course of four years or whatever, from, like, 06 to whenever. That's kind of, like, half a year. Yeah. Um, so I kind of just created this artificial... October 15th anniversary date because people like asking that question mm-hmm. and it's a valid one some people know like I remember my first set and I was hooked and I did it every night since then and that's just not yeah same me. so same do you have one no uh well mine is similar to that where it's like my first I think my first time doing stand-up was 2007 because okay. I moved to San Diego in 2006 but when I moved out, I was, like, all about music. Like, I wanted to be a musician, like, starving artist. Like, I'm going to tour. I'm going to, like, do I shows. I see there's, like, a little baby piano in here. Yeah, I got my glockenspiel. I've got my Big boy piano. Piano. I've got my guitar. Um, and, but then I slowly realized, I was like, well, a lot of the songs that I'm writing, like, they'll have, like, a little little uh, funny like slant to them like I'm not super serious I have written super serious songs but like I just I'd rather make people laugh sure than to have them like appreciate music I've made right so I mean if I could do both because I've done like musical comedy mm-hmm. that would be awesome but also if I could just make people laugh that'd be the best yeah and um so 2007, I did 
um, maybe the end of 2006, I did uh, some shows at Winston's, uh -huh. and then I did the um, improv OC, like, funniest comic competition in 2007, and then again in 2008. Okay. But, um, yeah, I didn't do a ton, a ton of mics. I I say like around four years. Okay. Um, cause there was a period where I dated this girl, got married, we got divorced, and in that like two and a half year period, there was just like I went up maybe twice. Yeah. Does has that impacted any of your material? Like, did your material change at all after post relationship? Um. Yeah. I you're think talking, so. You're talking to Will, but that's gonna be another show right yeah that's at some point it was it was going to be today but he says his transmission like went out huh. um, but i mean he's yeah, it doesn't matter but like he's gone through a lot of comics have gone through relationship -y stuff yeah and i feel like some talk about it and some don't and uh yeah i'm totally open to talk about but it but do you is it has it come naturally like is that part of your material now or are you just kind of like i've talked i've talked about it yeah and the material like um the divorce, like, the best thing that ever happened to me, and, like, um, I have this thing where we were arguing about the lights in the bathroom before we were even married. I was like, this is gonna go great. <laughs> <laughs> well, you obviously thought it was going to at that time, or else you could have, you could have pulled the ripcord I could have right? bailed, I could have bailed, but, like, an idiot, I, because it was, it came down to chemistry, like, physical chemistry, in that, like, it wasn't really there. But, like, a dumb dumb, I was like, well, surely, like, after we get married and after we've, like, been, like, good, good Mormons, you know, like, I don't know, but this chemistry will come, and it never did, because... Well, I mean, you're, you're drinking a caffeinated soda right now. That's not a part of the... You're not allowed to drink caffeine, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. I had a lot of Mormon friends in high, uh, middle school and high school, and they couldn't do that. No, there's... There's a lot of, there's been, like, a lot of stipulation there, where people are like, no caffeine, yeah. no swears, mm -hmm. like, no whatever, mm -hmm. but it's not like a... Googling it. <laughs> you just made up your own rules, basically. No, no. Yeah. Um, it's not, it's not the caffeine thing. Uh-huh. So, are you still Mormon? Mm -hmm. Do you consider yourself Mormon? Yeah. Go to church every week. I didn't go during Comic Con because I was at Comic Con. Um, and they're okay with you drinking caffeine? Mm hmm. Yeah. What about alcohol? No alcohol. Mm hmm. But you do it anyway? No. <laughs> uh huh. I never have. On Wednesday, 29th, the LDS Church posted a statement on its website saying that the church does not prohibit the use of caffeine. That the faith's health code reference to hot drinks does not go beyond tea and coffee. So wait, you can't drink tea or coffee, but you can't drink caffeine. So what's the hot drink? I don't. I'm not referring to you as an expert on Mormonism, but my world has been shattered. <laughs> I thought it was caffeine, like everything I knew and stood for, no longer exists. Yeah. So what's the thing on the hot drinks thing? So the hot drinks thing, um, it's like. Uh, so tea and coffee. Because they, and you don't want to talk about this, you don't have to. Either. No, I'm totally open okay. to it. They they have like, um, 
different different like worse stuff in them it's like bad for like the inner lining of your stomach i think and um yeah okay but diet soda it doesn't matter. I mean, diet soda's not good for you. No, diet Mitt Romney apparently has been drinking them, so <laughs> according to this HuffPo article I'm reading right now. Yeah. Yeah. Diet, dude, diet's worse than regular. That's what they say, man. <laughs> it's the aspartame. It, okay, yep, yep. And hot drinks. But you can drink hot chocolate? Yeah. That's weird, man. <laughs> Not that every other religion doesn't have weird stuff too, yeah. but like, like pork isn't that dirty of a meat. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. People that don't allow people to eat pork. It's the other way. Especially if you meat. cook it. Yeah, especially yeah. I mean, you're not gonna like eat the pig that's alive. <laughs> uh huh. Okay. Well, the rest of the show's gonna be me reading uh, <laughs> Mormon stuff. Mormon stuff on the internet. So where'd you grow up that you... Had Part of the confusion stems from the LDS church-owned Brigham Young University, which neither sells nor serves caffeinated drinks. Yeah, that's true. But BYU spokesperson Kari Jenkins explained that is not a university or church decision, but made by dining services based on what our customers want. Hmm? Shut up. <laughs> that's not true at all. College kids aren't when, like, I don't want a soda. <laughs> when I went there for... No, no, no. They have soda, but it's all caffeine-free. So they have like caffeine free Mountain Dew, caffeine free so even Coke, like whatever. Even even BYU had the interpretation wrong. They yeah. thought that you couldn't drink caffeine also. Yeah, and like I the one semester that I went there, I would go to the store and just buy Mountain Dew, even though I had like the meal plan or whatever, so I could get the caffeine free stuff, but I was like, No, I'm gonna get regular Mountain Dew. Like mm-hmm. give it to me. Well, apparently this person said that caffeine is the perfect low-risk testing ground for members to make decisions for themselves. So, maybe I need to go see Book of Mormon. Maybe it was addressed in there. Uh, low-risk testing ground. That's man. so funny. And this was in 2012, the LDS Church, which is Latter-day Saints. If you're not, if you're not yep. hip to the LDS. Yep, yep. Um, clarified on a blog post. Uh, their stance on caffeinated drinks. So, August 2012, my my knowledge is outdated, but <laughs> let's be honest, give myself some credit, that's pretty hip for me to be up to date. Yeah. I'm only two years yeah. behind there you go. on Mormon caffeine stance. And you're and you're not looking up Mormon facts every day. Rarely do I look It's probably maybe once a year I look up Mormon facts. Okay, once a week. Yeah, I mean, I'm okay. down the wormhole now. Like, this conversation, as far as I'm concerned, is over. I'm going to look at my phone the entire rest of the time I'm talking. But... Okay. I'll still be, we'll still be talking, though. Okay, well, yeah, ooh, I'm, I'm deep in this. <laughs> mm. What's your favorite part about doing comedy? Uh, <laughs> you don't even enjoy it. it. You, you hate it. No, yeah. I mean it's it's that the satisfaction of birthing. Oh, one of your dies is out of order. All uh, the others are positioned so that thirteen is facing you, and then mm-hmm. one's upside down and backwards. Uh, it's so that it's <laughs> it's creating something and having other people appreciate it. There we go. Now we're fixed. <laughs> I think that has to be it for me. It's like you come up with this thing. 
you say this thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think, too, and I've probably said this before, maybe to you, I don't know, uh, but it's, the word manipulation has a negative connotation. Mm. So it's not like that, like, yeah, I'm going to, and then I'm going to sleep with her, or like, <laughs> I'm an evil corporate CEO, and I'll manipulate my, but like, what, you know, I, I would say it's base definition of manipulation is what makes comedy so great, is that you're in this room of people that go to this thing expecting to laugh, but not currently laughing. Yeah, because they don't know what to expect. Right, and then with stuff that you've created, you will elicit laughter from a room of people that are sitting there not laughing. Like, you're manipulating them into having this yeah. experience. And I think that's just really cool. It's fun. And when that stuff works, um, it's pretty awesome. It's, it's one of the best feelings ever. Right? It's pretty great. I mean, it's not quite as good as, like, caffeine in a hot drink. <laughs> what if, what if, and I might need to write, I'll be in Salt Lake the end of September, so maybe I'll go by the church. Um... What they for a time I think it was called like Joe's maybe they still sell it it was like caffeinated water, hmm. it's like a thing that they added caffeine to water. What if I used caffeinated water to make my hot chocolate? Ooh, Loophole, probably. Oh. <laughs> I might become Mormon after all. What's the Mormon again? I don't want to dive too deep into this. Mormon. And the Mormon Church is cool with divorce. I mean, it, I mean, it's frowned upon like in every, any culture. I'm, I've been frowning on you since. <laughs> yeah. It's been a year. Uh, January twenty thirteen was when it was like finally finalized. Okay. Uh, May of twenty twelve was the separation. And then yeah, there was like the six month co- mandatory cooling off period. Yeah, and then like, so she filled out like all the papers and everything, mm-hmm. and then but she was there at the courthouse. And they were, like, helping her, walking her through all the steps. And they forgot to tell her to check one of the boxes that made them, like, liable for whatever. And so they had to make an addendum Mm. or amendment to it, which made it take another month. And so we were like, ugh. At least you both agreed on something, though. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. Fuel your dislike (laughs) towards that extra month instead of towards each other. Yeah. That's what rubs me the wrong way about, like, uh, the, the Catholic Church or Catholicism, where, like, you know, you need to get it annulled, and, like, in the, the strict, truest sense of it, like, divorce is, like... Burning bridges. And yeah, it's like, don't do that, but it's like, I can kill someone, and if I'm legit sorry for it, <laughs> I can get forgiveness yeah. through a couple of Hail Marys or whatever, but, like, I chose the wrong person to spend my life with. Too bad. Sorry. Yeah, if you can't get it annulled, you gotta make it work. That seems weird, man. Yeah. Seems weird. It is weird. What's your favorite part about comedy? <laughs> uh, yeah, the the mutual <clears throat> the mutual feeling, like you said, like where it's something that makes you laugh and you say it, and then it makes them laugh too. Because there's like the like the overall sweeping awesome feeling in the room when mm-hmm. when that happens, and um, even. Like, even the times where you say something, and it might be a riff, or it might be just something, like, off the cuff, and you didn't mean to, but then that makes them laugh, too, and you're like, okay, cool, like, still good energy, and then you're just like, you can take from that, you can be like, I might use that later, I might use that on purpose later. Do you do music? I think I haven't seen you do music in your stand-up, but you didn't go down, like, a... 
the Nick Thune or Dimitri Martin route? I mean, that's something that you consider at all? Do you look, look at all this stuff? Um, or not really? Well, I don't want it to be like I'm a musical comedian. Like, I want I want to have... Because I do have songs that are like pretty much like this is a comedy song. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I don't want to like have the guitar up there with me the whole time or like I don't know. I don't know. Why? What's why? It's, you think there's like a negative stigma? You want to make it as like a comic, comic first, and then. It's not the stigma thing. I think it's. <laughs> it could be like a part, partially a laziness thing, where I'm like. Then I'd have to like lug gear, and then yeah. like. Then I like have someone carrying stuff with me and. I don't know. It's so much easier with, like, just the mic. Sure. And the audience. But do you still, I mean, you, obviously, you moved all this stuff here. Like, how often do you play? Look at the piano. doesn't get played all that often. I haven't played the piano since I moved up a month and a half ago. Um, I need, there's, like, stuff that I still need to put away. Like, this is stuff that I'm going to, like, either give away or throw away. This I'm going to put up on the wall. This is the remnants of my... I'm pointing at, like, at this piano sculpture thing that I made. It's the remnants of my first piano. It was, like, a, like an upright, um, really old um, piano. Okay. And the reason I know it was, like, really old is because I had a tun- tuner come over, and he was like, how old is this? <laughs> and he was... I was like, I don't know. And he was like, this looks like turn of the century or something and I was like whoa okay and I got it for free off Craigslist yeah and I like restored it and stuff because there's keys that were sticking and I like I was able to like take the pieces apart and like uh, the keys that were sticking they were the wood had warped um, at the end of the key so that and then like I just bored the hole a little bit more and so then so like I had this thing and then what happened to it nurtured it back to health so Me and my friend Tyler were moving to a different place, and our friend Omar was helping us move all of our stuff with his truck. So at one point we we got the piano into his truck, and then we shoved like this was like the last load of stuff. So like, we shoved like bags on either side of the piano. And I can't remember who suggested that we tie it down. It wasn't me. <laughs> I think it might have been Tyler. But he's like, do you think we should, like, tie it down? I was like, ah, it'll be fine. It was, like, standing up in the back of the pickup truck with just bags on the... So, anyway, so Omar drives, and we don't even get, like, five feet, and we just hear, clung, 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 clung. It fell out of the truck? Smashed into a billion pieces. Why the heck can you, why would you not tie it down? It's good that he only got, like, on the freeway or something. That seems like... We were only moving a couple blocks away, too. That it was just heavy enough just to stay... Yeah, I, that was really dumb on my part. Yeah, Yeah, hindsight is 20-20 on that one. But, like, it made for a cool story. I got some cool pictures out of it. I got that sculpture. And also, like, that, that thing was so heavy. Sure. And Not heavy I, enough to support itself in a truck, apparently, though. Yeah. I think no. Omar just drove a few feet and then pushed it out. <laughs> it's like, 
I'm gonna lift this thing upstairs. Quick. It would have had to go upstairs too. It would have had to go up, um, like a, a beginning staircase, and then turn up, and then go through another hallway. Like it was. Yeah, that was intentional. Omar just did not. He was like, "This is our last load. Kick. Done. Not. Yeah." But once I got this, this guy, this thing breaks into two pieces. And it has its own, like, carrying cases. Those, it's like a touring piano. Yeah, okay. Like, it's a portable baby grand. Yeah. And, um, it's awesome. Like, it, uh, I got it for 650 bucks off Craigslist. Usually people sell them for, like, 1800 to 2500 Wow, is this guy selling the stolen piano so cheaply? <laughs> right? Like, why? He... He was like, I got it. He was like, I got it because I wanted to, like, start taking piano lessons and stuff. And I just, I don't, I don't think I'm going to get around to it. And I was like, okay, so 650 huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really good, really good price for that thing. Apparently, Eddie Money owned that at one point. No. Yeah. I don't believe this. Right, and so now you're going to sell guy, it for 600 bucks. The guy who sold it to me said the guy who sold it to him got it from Eddie Money. So the guy who sold it to you, the guy he got it from lied to him. No. That's Touring the, pianos. These were only for musicians back in the day. But do you know who else used to own that piano? This is a little known fact. I actually did some research before I came over. Oh, yeah? Who? Yeah, it was actually Elton John used it. Really? Yeah, during his last tour. What? Uh, he's he still did, touring, he though. Did, well, he's, he kind of has a Vegas, Vegas residency. <laughs> but leading up to that Vegas residency, he did a small club tour in, like, 2001. Uh-huh. So, typically, I mean, Elton does the big show, and he has the full grand, yeah, and it's yeah. gold, and sequined, or whatever. Okay. But I think it was, like, 2000, 2001, maybe it was 99, and he did a small club tour. Okay. He had actually had this touring baby grand with him. Whoa. And it was this piano. Really? Yep. Man, where'd you get your intel? Uh, I googled it. <laughs> I got the model number and serial number off of the piano. Whoa! And it's actually a, there's a there's a, a Elton John wiki oh. that lists all the pianos he's ever taken with him on the road. And this one they're not sure hundred percent sure about uh-huh. because two of the numbers of the piano were like obscured the when he had it set up to play. Okay. But um, I actually talked to a friend who was his road manager. Okay. You might know him. Uh-huh. Um, What's his name? Uh, oh, the road manager? Yeah, or yeah. Elton John? The, the road manager. Okay, I was going to say Elton John's name is Elton John. <laughs> it's not the thing. Um, his name is Dean Strandsburg. Okay, yeah, Dean. Do you know him? Yeah, yeah. Well, you should ask him then. He'd love to see it. <laughs> he would love to see it. Because he helped, he was in charge of it. He did that and um, you know, some of the wardrobe that Elton would do. Like oh. the, the heels and the platform and stuff like that. <laughs> Yeah, but if you sold that thing, you'd probably sell it for a pretty penny. <laughs> it's rare that you find it. Or a pretty Benny. Yeah. And, yeah. and the Jet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's rare that you find a piano that was used both by Eddie Money and, and Elton, Elton John. John. And little known fact. Oh. This is really, this took me years to find out because <laughs> he's dead. Um, but the opening chords and progression of Imagine by John Lennon. Whoa written on this piano. What? Yeah. No way! Yeah, so I found out that because remember in like 2000, maybe remember 2004 when Yoko Ono and, um, you know, uh, who else was there? Who else was there? 
two of the Beatles, they were all part of the Microsoft press conference mm -hmm. at E3 when they announced the Beatles Rock Band. Okay. Uh, so I was at the thing, and then I was backstage, and I asked Yoko, and I was like, look, I have this piano <laughs> that my friend Dean is currently writing. Yeah. Because it was around the same time that Elton was doing this small club. <laughs> and, like, I remember that... Elton played the Casbah that year, right? I don't... I, it might have been... <laughs> I forget where he was. It might have been the Troubadour. <laughs> the side of the matter. That's not as important. <laughs> but I was like, I remember a story about Imagine. <coughs> and Yoko immediately knew. She's like, oh yeah, he noodled that on a small. And I was like, dude, I know that piano is. And she was like, where? I need to have it back. It's such an important part of our history and our legacy together. And I was like, well, Elton John is touring with it. And she like oh well at least it's a good home like that was okay for her yeah yeah so like that she was like oh well elton's such a wonderful musician such a great pianist that anyone's gonna have the piano that john composed mm -hmm. imagine on yeah it should be him um and i asked her i go where did john get the piano from and believe it or not it was from eddie money what yeah so no way she said that this was eddie money's it's the same. So Eddie Money gave it to John Lennon. Wow. Which is weird because people don't know that Eddie Money was such a prolific pianist even before John wrote Imagine. <laughs> That's kind of where the timeline breaks down. <laughs> and then Elton picked it up and toured with it for it was probably like a year, a year tour. <laughs> and then I guess it ended up in like North County, San Diego, mm -hmm. which would make sense because he probably did. He probably played the Troubadour up here. I actually bought it from L.A. Yeah, okay. Brought, so brought it down, too. Make even more sense then, yeah. So I, say maybe, I don't think the last stop on Elton's tour was the Casbah in San Diego, but maybe it was the Troubadour, and then he got his Vegas residency, and he probably just sold it. That's a great, anyway, you it's got a, a great... It's a sordid history. Yeah. Okay. What I'm saying is, there's no way, if that was really Eddie Money's piano, it'd be worth, the guy who bought it would have bought it more the 650 and he would have sold it to you for more than 650 especially if i go on craigslist right now and i search it and they're all selling for 1800 bucks was he just like that desperate to get rid of it yeah or are there drugs in it no he was that desperate to get rid of it and all the drugs in it okay great <laughs> what if you leave a mountain dew in your car uh -huh. like in the summer <laughs> and you get back to it and it's hot can you drink it you shouldn't. Is that okay? Because <laughs> you'll burn your throat, well, probably. Well, it's not like not that hot. Like so, once you take it, like you have Mountain Dew on your desk right now. Like once mm -hmm. that thing has a, has a ticking time bomb. Mm -hmm. like, you need to consume it before it reaches a certain temperature, <laughs> or else you're just wasting product. Could you drink iced coffee? Uh, you know, there's. I think there's been like. Diving in. <laughs> <laughs> because, yeah, I don't know. There's. There's been some people that I know that they're like, well, yeah, it's not a not a hot drink. But then I think, you know, I think it has to do with the chemicals that are in coffee. And I know there's, like, chemicals in soda, of course. But well, I found a Yahoo Answer website, and I will trust this. <laughs> do Mormons drink iced coffee or iced tea? I thought the problem was they were, quote, hot drinks. Am I wrong? <laughs> a revelation known as the word of wisdom given in 1833 said hot drinks are not for the body or belly. The prophet was asked to clarify this and he explained it meant tea and coffee. That was long before caffeine or tannin were discovered, but faithful later day saints now avoid drinking tea or coffee. Although in our family we do drink hot chocolate, herbal tea, and coke, for example, because we don't have any direction as to whether it's caffeine we should avoid. 
or the heat or what. However, we do know that we have been told not to drink tea or coffee, so we don't drink iced tea or iced coffee either. That's from Sunny Annie. Yeah. Um, He's a... Someone that writes in... To Yahoo. Yahoo answers. <laughs> Up new order mormon.org. <laughs> Message board. This is from June 2013, so this is after... LDS clarified. After the clarification, yeah. yeah. This is after the, the mm -hmm. clarification of 2012, <laughs> which I remember as. Which a, is, it'll go down in the record books as. Yeah, as a non-Nevermo co-worker asked me, oh, a non-Nevermo, is that like a thing? Nevermo. I have no idea, I don't know. Co-worker asked me if Mormons can drink iced coffee yesterday. I said no, as well, that caffeine doesn't matter, he was confused. I said Red Bull, Monster, Jolt, Fire Energy, Mountain Dew, Coke, they're all good, coffee and tea, hot or cold or bad. He literally rolled his eyes and walked away. I don't understand how you're supposed to have this conversation as a TVM. Don't know what that means. This uh, is ter uh, terrible uh, bowel movement. No. Uh, is that really a thing? No. Uh, t uh, Something more than I would guess. Terrific um, beryllium uh, mono... Save the piano stories. <laughs> Someone posted this. How can you tell a Mormon from a non-Mormon? By the temperature of their caffeine. Can you tell that? It's a good street joke. Because <laughs> um, the hot drinks. Get it, everyone? Get it? Man, this is this seems... You're going to be doing some furious research today. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> that's like some people do, man. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all over the place according to the Google. Hmm. Well, wow. You can't uh, can't refute the Google. I can't. I can't. I mean, who am I? Uh, the Google. Uh, the Googler. I'm a trust. Yeah. In, in Google, I trust. <laughs> uh. W W G. S. Anyway, sorry, I'm... I'm what, would, what would Google say? Crazy. Okay. I don't know. It's okay. We'll, we'll probably come back to it. We'll probably circle back I'm around. I'm back. <laughs> I'm back. Um, what is your, like... Um, I had Asan Ahmad. Do you know him from San Diego scene? He's only been at comedy for, like, a year. year and change or something. But, I don't think so. Um... Talk to me when we was doing it for a year and two quarters. <laughs> I'm not interested. <laughs> so, um, I usually ask, like, what's your, what's, like, a dream, like, uh, goal, career, whatever. He called it the mountaintop, his mountaintop. Like, mm -hmm. what, what would that, uh, what would that be for you? Well, I'm about to achieve one of them right now. <laughs> Oh, I just played the same piano as that John Eddie Lennon. Money, John Lennon, <laughs> and Elton John, and you. Yeah. Have played. Yeah. So that's one. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, obviously I have goals, but I feel like the, the best and worst thing about this career is that they're more of landmarks. Okay. Then I don't. I don't think there is a top of the mountain. Well, yeah. I mean. Yeah, I it's a hard one it's one. a hard question to ask because I don't want to be like, what is it for you, and then downhill also, from there. That's what I'm like, saying. I don't know if there is a thing. Cause you look at like, 
you know, I, I'd love to have a great late night set, right, on television. But okay. that's, that's not like I did it. Or you look at someone like Louie, who has done everything yeah. and is still doing it, like doing a new hour every year. Yeah. Or like Jerry Seinfeld, who has done everything and, and he's doing another new special again. Um, so it, it, it's tough, but then there's also just like, you know, the satisfaction of going and, like, I did a show last night and it was like 100, it was like sold out. 150 person capacity theater or whatever nice. and uh, and like you have everyone in that room laughing like isn't that enough you know what I mean like these are total strangers that I have with me on this journey and that's so amazing why do I need more um, from like a big picture career thing which you know I'm older than he is when he already had this but I think BJ Novak's career is very admirable mm -hmm. I like what he does he still does stand up from time to time very funny stand up great he he mainly uh, writes, right? He's a great writer, yeah. both of stand-up and non-stand-up, and producer, and, uh, you know, I like the way... Maybe he's not satisfied, but I think he's happy with where he is. Like, his a new book come, came out. You know, he acts a little bit, but he was never the star of The Office. Right. Um, he had small supporting roles and, like... Glorious Bastards. Yeah. Wrote on The Office, Mindy Project, does stand-up from time to time. I love... Like, I think that's a really cool career. Yeah. Um, a non-comic, but I think Elijah Wood's career has been really cool mm -hmm. in terms of, like, you know, doing cool things in entertainment or in that, uh, in this Hollywood space. Um, it's really cool that he went Lord of the Rings to Wilfred yeah. seamlessly. Like, it was just right. like, let's do some comedy now. Like, yeah, it was a very <laughs> small adaptation of an Australian show. I think it was Australian, maybe New Zealand yeah. show. Yeah. Um, yeah, just from some of the biggest movies of their respective years they came out. And uh, I think that's pretty cool. Um, and you look at people like, like Louis C.K. again, right, who still has that fire and drive or whatever, versus, you know, what happened to um, Eddie Murphy. Like, yeah. he's not putting out with like, is he just happy? He's content? Pro or I mean, probably. Did the pressure get too big and he feels like he can't go back because everyone's expecting murder? You know what I mean? And yeah. It's just like, whereas Louis never really stopped, so yeah, it's whatever it is. So it's kind of that. It's just kind of keep plugging. I'd like to, um, I'm not doing it for the money. I think if you are, you're doing the wrong thing. If you're, if you want, <laughs> if you're looking to make money, Go get a job at Starbucks. Like that's a pretty good job. Mm -hmm. They even give their part-time employees benefits. Help. Yeah, benefits. Yeah. I know they're selling hot caffeine, but <laughs> uh, I, I mean to insult our Mormon listeners. Uh, but like all, all two of them. You go, go. Well, you know that's half of your listeners. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I don't wanna. You know, can you say bitch? Yeah. That's not a swear word. Bitch. I don't know. I'm just checking. Bitch, please. Okay. <laughs> Uh, what about the N-word? No, don't answer that. I've been to Salt Lake. I know you guys can say that. Um, I've, I've said them all. But yeah, anyway. I, I mean, I don't... Uh, so, it's all, your Nintendo is in very good condition. That's, uh... Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, there's not the answer, right? But I'd like to... I, I feel like for whatever reason, I guess it's mostly about respect... Um, I think it's cool. I'd, I'd love to be able to kind of just pop into shows and be like, oh, crap. Oh, shit. Christian's here. Right. Like, let's get him up for sure or whatever. Yeah. I think that's pretty cool. And I'd like... Or do you think they'd go, Spicer's here? I'd be cool either way. Yeah. 
I, I think they just were like, oh, shit, look who it is. Like, that would work. <laughs> that would be the same name. Uh, I mean, I could probably, like, Spice Dog or whatever. I'd be okay with that. Uh, Z-Man. The Popper. Like, C- I pop in so frequently, but I'm, like, really cool pop in. Like, I don't do much time, but, like, dude, the Popper's here. I'd be like, yeah. C-Spice. Sp- yeah. C-Spice is I'd here. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> C-S. You can go with C.S. Lewis. I'd fuck with Narnia, you know what I mean? I'll go through the wardrobe. I'll do, Don't tempt me. I'll, yeah. <laughs> I'll take on that lion and that witch. Uh, but yeah, I think that kind of thing is just really cool. And then, you know, I've written pilots and specs or whatever. Mm. I think it'd be fun or a, a nice, like, feather in the cap to be staffed on a show or to sell a show. Or to run a show. Run a show that you wrote? I don't know if I want to be a showrunner, to be perfectly honest. But, um... I mean... I don't know. It's I'm a so it's a lot of be opposed to it. Yeah, but that's of course. A lot of work. It's a lot of work, right? And, um, because I've written scripts too, like, but I think I think some shows could like suffer from a new a new person running the show, and some shows could be like, well, go go for it, do it, and it like works. I feel like I don't know how many studios would give you or I a share to show run. Yeah, you know, even if it was our show, you think. I bet they'd partner us with someone that's an experienced showrunner. Yeah, I would think so. You, I mean, they. I mean, they took the they took the gamble on. Uh, it's always sunny. Yeah, but they had more. I'm talking like if you were I like today, like those guys had a little more I think, experience. edge. Yeah, uh, but they had an edge because it hadn't really been done before. Dude, I don't think Mormons are allowed to swear. <laughs> <laughs> what? What the fuck are you talking about? I just don't know why you don't do hot caffeine. We all have our our, our little world. Uh, it's. I mean, you know, I'm I'm not uh, I'm not hurting anyone. You know. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Except for actually, I heard Eddie Money's family was trying to get that piano back. What? Yeah. What? Why? We're trying to track it down. Apparently, it's like his favorite piano. <laughs> Well, I'm not giving it back. Well, no worries. <laughs> um, oh yeah, so so like the the whole career thing and the whole mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like I think <clears throat> a way that I've wanted to like picture it is like I do I do want to be a writer on a TV show, preferably one that I've written. Like that would be totally awesome because. You can you have the vision like you have the characters on your head like when you create it yeah of yeah. course, um, but to be staffed on a sh- on another show would be awesome too if someone's like whoa like you know how to write like you could probably write in this person's voice mm-hmm. like that would be cool too, um, to keep doing stand up to um, to do voiceover I think would be a lot of fun, and like all of this stuff, like if there is no mountaintop or whatever or like what it could be is like doing what i love getting like getting paid for it and then like being okay money wise like not being like super rich sure but being like to the point where i could be like i think i'm gonna like go to i don't know go to yeah bali for a month or something or like just just take off and just be able to just why did you say bali then because you said Bali. Mm, interesting. 
manipulation tip, bro. You know what I mean? I pet yeah. that word. I pet I was talking about the I was talking about a dog I used to have named Bali. Oh really? But you just took it to me in the place and the place takes a vacation. Oh. That's deep. See, what you thought, uh, you thought I meant Bali, I actually meant Bollywood. I was just shortening oh, you want it. you to get it's like, the Indian film market. Yeah, it's yeah, Bollywood. it's like a, the shorthand for Bollywood, you just say Bollywood. What's your favorite Bollywood movie? Uh, you know, it's, um, it's called, uh... I think it's the one called Dark Caught in a Lie. Three Eyes Up, uh, No Eyes Down. That's not a real one. It is. Is it really? Yeah, it's really indie. It's really small. They put out like 170... I'm Googling it. 3,000 movies a year. Three yeah. eyes up, three eyes down. All right, keep talking. Three eyes up, no eyes down. Three eyes up, no eyes down. <laughs> Can. Mormons. Why? Watch. <laughs> Bollywood. Some Bollywood films you can't watch. <laughs> Interesting. Three. <laughs> Three eyes up, no eyes down. Three eyes up, mm -hmm. no mm -hmm. eyes down. Movie. Search. <laughs> nope, not a real thing. Mm. See, they must have changed the title. Oh, upon release. Yeah, it was it. it was like a working title. Mm, yeah, okay. so I'm not I'm not sure what the title turned out to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, uh, pretty good. Did you actually know that the score was composed on a piano? Whoa, which piano? Just I don't know, just some piano. <laughs> <laughs> I thought because you played, you might be interested. In yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm always interested in piano. Yeah, a little fact, a little piano fact. <laughs> And all of the uh, the sheet music was actually written in henna. Yeah. Mm -hmm. On a drunk college girl's arm. Yeah. It was a tattoo. Yeah. Like, we're going to do this forever. <laughs> and then she was like, yeah, it's not permanent. Oh, no. Question. Why do you assume just because it was a good geeky TV show, it's going to be a good board game? Oh, it's a really good board game. Which one? Or you have a bunch of them. Like, I would imagine they have to make better board games than the Battlestar or Firefly or Back to the Future board games, right? Like, well, okay. Why would the best board games be like? So, Back to the Future is a card game, and it's pretty fun. Like, you lay out a bunch of different uh, timelines, and so what happens is uh, you are the descendant of different characters, okay, from the movie, okay. from the movies, and you're trying to go back and change whatever's wrong in the timeline mm -hmm. to make it satisfactory for you and like your family and like your uh whatever so if you're like descendant of biff then you want to like fuck shit up start a riot you know um descendant of marty mcfly then you're trying to make everything go back to normal etc firefly it's like a pickup and delivery game so you pick up passengers drop them off you pick up cargo drop them off it could be illegal cargo sometimes it could be fugitives there's... I'm just saying, like, what are you a bigger fan of? Board games or the geekdom that these games represent? Right? Cause, like, you know, I don't see, like, Ticket to Ride. Or... I mean, Ticket to Ride is, uh, it's okay. Well, like, I, or, like, it... any German game. You know what I mean? Like, these, most of these games are... So all board games should be German, huh? Well, I mean, that's kind of the, the boom of board <laughs> game. I would argue that these are probably inspired by German style. Uh, 
versus like Monopoly style game. Uh, yeah, um, like uh, I love. Um, well, the thing I love about board games, it it is board games that I love. Like the thing I love about them is like uh, it's communal. Like you're sitting around talking and like hanging out with people. A body of Christ shed for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so, in a game like Pandemic, have you played that game or heard I don't of really it? play board games, but I'm aware of Pandemic. Okay, so... I just saw Purge 2, also, the movie. Okay. <laughs> so, Pandemic is, uh, um, you're, you're all, uh, fighting against the game. Like, you're all trying to beat the game. It's co-op. And same with Arkham Horror. Uh, Battlestar is, like, semi-co-op in that, like everyone's working together in the beginning because you're all under the assumption that no one's the Cylon. Yeah. But there is a Cylon. Okay. But sometimes there's not at the beginning. So then once you get to the halfway point of the game, you deal out more cards that say you are or are not a Cylon. And then there's definitely a Cylon. Definitely. Or two. Yeah. Or three. Sometimes I don't even know they're Cylons because like, I watched the show and you had no idea that that one person was a Cylon. Yeah. Because like, they were sleeping together and they didn't. Yeah. But like, can Cylons be humans? Like, is there that big of a sleeper agent? That show lost its way, I think. <laughs> yeah, they had to. They had to rush it. Yeah. 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 Um. <clears throat> so anyway, the yeah, board games are just a good time. No settlers, you know. I think there's some mainstays. I still never played settlers. Okay. Yeah. Um. There. There are. I do enjoy, like, having board games where people are like, oh, I mean, I've never even knew that was a game, or, like, and not just to be like, oh, you haven't heard of it? Oh, it's pretty great. Just to, like... Yeah. Because people are like, oh, you play board games? Like, you like Sorry and, like, Clue? And I'm like, well, I do That's like... American like American trash. Have, I have Simpsons Clue over there, but... Yeah, uh, gross. But the... <laughs> I like it. That Star Wars game looks old. It's pretty cool. Like a look, cool looking old video, I mean old box. Yeah. I'd buy that for a couple of bucks at a garage sale. That's what I did. Speaking of, when does this when does this show come out? When does this show get released? This one's gonna come out. Um, let's see. This one's this Friday. This yes. Friday? No, no, no. Uh, the one that I recorded on Monday is this Friday. Uh, the one I recorded yesterday is the next Friday. So this one's gonna come out. 23rd. Oh, you missed it. I'm having a garage sale <laughs> this weekend. But it already happened, dude. It was so good. Or we still have all the same crap. Yeah, how was it? Really good. Yeah? I hope we got rid of everything. Oh. It's like we didn't, though. It's like we didn't get rid of everything. How much How much is it, how much of it is, like, crap that you're trying to get rid of, and how much of it is, like, well, I guess we gotta sell it's it. all just show memorabilia from shows that I've done. Okay. It's just, like, signed posters. <laughs> First time I headlined Winston's, I got that frame. Yeah, it's real good. <laughs> Art by Jesse Egan. Uh, yep. He's a great, he's great at posters. Yeah. So he put that together. Photoshop. He does man. almost all of them for Winston's. So I have that one, my first headlining set. <laughs> I've got uh, my set list from my very first oh. Best of San Diego okay. at the Loyola Comedy Store. Um, I have my set list from my first, uh, you know, like big weekend show at the Improv. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So I'll be selling that. Um, how much are how much are they going for? I mean, it's a garage sale, so it's you know best offer. But I'm, I started at like a thousand for the set. Like, <laughs> yeah. One, it's hand drawn. Yeah. And uh, it's also sentimental value. Right. It's through the roof. I mean, well, yeah, and it's also you know, people might remember that set. 
Mm -hmm. like the, you know, like the, you know, big, a lot, lots of change from the after that set, so. Um, little known fact about the Hollywood Improv, there's actually a piano on stage. Okay, all right. You might not know about that piano. Okay. Because most comics don't play it. Oh. Maybe you knew that. Just a little piano fact. I like to have a few piano facts with me. There is a piano on stage there? Mm-hmm. Huh. A little piano fact. Just some facts about pianos. I might, uh, maybe... Get a little ditty together. Well, if you like that, you should start my podcast. It's called Piano Facts with Christian Spicer. Oh, yeah? yeah. Another podcast? But, yeah, it comes out the first and fifth Fridays of the month. Whoa. So some months you only have one. <laughs> five Fridays. But on months when there are five Fridays, we do two that month. Um, and they're good. They're short. They're about four hours each. And just it's just me. It's not a guess. It's just me. And I'm kind of Talking about pianos and Rattle facts about... my piano facts yeah. that people might not know. Like, here's one. This is from the most recent episode we did. Okay. Um, I thought this was interesting. And I say we, it's just me. There's no <laughs> we, but it sounds like a bigger production. <laughs> me just doing it. But this is, this is, I thought this was really interesting. And it's of a survey conducted in 2010. Mm-hmm. 30% of the people didn't know what foot pedals on a piano did. What? Or if you compare that to the same survey done with the same people... In 2014, they all knew what the foot pedal did. Ooh. And the reason the change was because after the survey, the first time, I told them. <laughs> <laughs> so when I did the survey again... You kept their contact info and yeah. you... So you, then I asked them You tracked them down again. And they all remembered. So, <laughs> piano fact. You can look at that on iTunes. That's good, man. Piano facts with Christian Spicer. It's a good, uh, it's a good show. Anything else for real? I feel like this has been fun. Um, Do you have to get going? A little bit. All right. It's been oh. about an hour, but if there's anything we need to cover, let we me can see. Cover it. What else? Uh, I, mean, I can do piano facts all day. Oh. I think those are the first. And well, uh, where do you work right now? Like, what are you, what are you doing for work right now? Day job? Yeah. Nothing. Okay. We have a daughter. I have a. She turns two in November. So, uh, I take care of her during the day. Quiet. No, um, <laughs> she's not here right now. I've helped a couple of days to help get me out and do whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not currently day jobbing, just comedying and trying to make this little little thing work. In reality. Um, and then most days, take care of making sure there's other little human beings survives. Cool. Yeah. Legit. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. She has a great podcast, by the way. You're a two-year-old. Yeah, well, she's not two yet. But oh, yeah. what's that podcast called? Almost two. <laughs> it's on iTunes. So is it gonna end when she turns two? Probably. <laughs> well, her podcast. I don't help her with it. So. She might change the name to Almost Three when yeah. she turns two. Or she might stick with it because she has a pretty big following. Uh, <laughs> she gets like fifty thousand unique downloads a month. What? I mean, a week. I'm sorry. <laughs> No one really caters to that under two podcast market. Yeah. And she does, dude. She knocked it out of the park. Wow. Yeah. What's she What's she talk about? I don't know. I'm trying to think. Of, I'm a little behind because she does it weekly. I think the last episode that she did, um, she was talking about how baby poo-pooed. Oh. Her toy baby pooped, and she needed to clean his diaper. Okay. Um, it, was fa it was great, though. It was really great. So, check it out. It's on iTunes. Almost two. Be sure to <laughs> rate it, review it, tell your friends. You know what would be awesome? If you're, like, <laughs> pitching all these fake ones, and then you actually make them. Yeah. Well, I mean, that'd be awesome, because they're not fake. So. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work that way. 
Almost two and piano facts. Piano with facts with Christian Spicer and almost two is just almost two. There's no name at the end of it, <laughs> but it's pretty solid. Um, like the last bell movement. That... Yeah, well, I think Baby's Poo Poo was pretty solid. <laughs> but yeah, you should check them out, dude. They're also on SoundCloud and you can get it over mm. on Stitcher. Okay. And if you're on a Windows phone, jump into the Windows Podcast app marketplace. <laughs> check them out. And you know what? Always support them. We've got Patreon pages for both, so just support the shows mm-hmm. and uh, let's keep it rolling. Uh, no. But that's so. Uh, what do you want to plug for real? For real. Um, so this is coming out on the twenty third. Got it. So besides your garage sale, that's that already happened. It, it yeah. was good though. <laughs> it was a really good garage sale. I uh, thank you everyone that came out. Let's see, one, two, three, four. Oh, so this month there's there's five Fridays. Oh. So there'll be a piano facts dropping on the 29th. <laughs> <laughs> so you can look for that. Four hours long. <laughs> I don't know about that one, but I know the last one. <laughs> Next month, there are only four Fridays, so we'll only have one episode. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I do a show called Improv vs. Stand-Up. It's mm-hmm. the second Thursday of the month over at UCB. I encourage people to check that out. It's a show I'm really, really proud of. It's uh, awesome. And it gets amazing improvisers and stand-up comedians together on one show. They do what they do best, and then we make them switch roles for a little bit. So some of the oh, improv yeah. to come out and do stand-up, and the stand-ups have to do improv. It's fun. It's really fun. <coughs> um, the first Thursday of each month, I co-host Sketch Melt at mm-hmm. Nerdist here in L.A. with Brad Gage. If you like sketch comedy, I encourage you to check that out. Wait, um, that's uh, tomorrow, right? Well, it already happened. Well, yeah, it already yeah, happened. Yeah, it already happened. Ooh, it was good. It was the seventh, and it was really strong. It was really, really strong. Uh, and then the third Tuesday of the month, so it already happened too, the 19th. This is the third Tuesday of the month is when What's New is. What's New. Which is the live stand-up show and Nerdist podcast. But you can subscribe to that podcast if you just go to like Nerdist or whatever. It's What's New with Christian Spicer. And it's Comics Do New Material. And then... Uh, talk about what worked and what didn't. So you get to hear the set and then uh, hear, you know, them analyze it or whatever. So mm-hmm. Split Sider gave us a really good review and they really liked the show. Um, so that was cool. Yeah. And then otherwise, if you like video it's all the same stuff I talked about before. If you like video games, DLC. I do DLC. And uh, if you're a fan of podcasts for two year olds, <laughs> under two. No, I thought it was almost two. Almost two. Thank you. Gosh, that's what's like my podcast. <laughs> almost two. And I'm on Twitter, bro. At, uh, at Twitter, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you finally broke. Finally, at Twitter, bro. It's a good one. At Spicer, S-P-I-C-E-R. That's cool that you got that one. Well, I didn't have it at first. Oh, you got it from yeah. someone who had it? Yeah, I've been on Twitter for a little bit, and uh, my original, this is the OG Twitter knowledge, my original was Christian Spicer. Yeah. That's, you know, my name, whatever, it's no big deal. Um, <laughs> but then when I was on Twitter, like, at replies, like, there wasn't a way to retweet, like, the retweet button like there is now. Hmm. So if you were to retweet something, like, if your Twitter handle was, like, Doug loves the Firefly board game, like, that would take away, <laughs> you know, 20 characters. Mm-hmm. So it would limit what you could tweet. So then I saw that this other guy had Spicer, but he had been real inactive with it. Uh, and so then there was a, like, I don't know how it works now, but before with Twitter, if, like, someone was inactive for months, you could put in a claim to get it. Whoa. Like, when they release it, so they released it, and I got it. Cool. Yeah. Suck, suck on that. Other oh, Spicer, I have that Twitter <laughs> handle. I think someone does have 
at Christian Spicer now, though. <laughs> That's not me. That's uh, no one had at Yamatat for the podcast, but someone did have on Facebook at y- or uh, slash Yamatat. And okay. it's, it's some, like, Japanese artist or something. Nice. And I was like, oh, great. So I did uh, slash Yamatat with Doug Culp. So I just... Yep. Yeah. So, at Christian Spicer <coughs> is a Twitter handle. 194 followers. Ooh. And they follow me. Well. I don't know who they are, though, but they post, like, they just post a lot of Instagram pictures. <laughs> One's floating right now. One's probably a... Oh, it's a video. Of a piano. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie Money's piano. Yeah. Facts about it. Piano facts. <laughs> uh, he looks like a normal white dude. Looks like he did a color run or like a paint run where you do like a 5K and then mm. shoot like paint on you. Yeah. There's a picture from that from four days ago. I've seen those. So I'm just at Spicer, but if you want to follow this other guy, it's at Christian Spicer. <laughs> so at Spicer. At Dugathan is mine. D-O-U-G-A-T-H-A-N. And, uh... Yeah, man. Thanks for doing it. Thanks for having me, man. That was just fun. Yeah. It was I good. Had a good time. Okay, so uh, I'll end it like I do sometimes. Stop, stop listening.